But Jack, that poor creature has had the blood of two men put into her already. Man alive. Her whole body couldn't hold that much blood. What took it out? It's a good question, Mr. Morris. Those marks on her throat. No disease, no trituration. I'm sure the blood loss occurred there. Oh? Where did the blood go? You were once a careful student, Jack. Use your brain. Where did the blood go? Tell me. The bedclothes would be covered in blood. Exactly. You do not let your eyes see nor your ears hear that which you cannot account for. Something just went up there, sucked it out of her and flew away, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, why not? That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Will one of you learned doctors or whatever you are kindly tell me what is going on with my Lucy? Jack, you are a scientist. Do you not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true? Mesmerism, hypnotism, you and electromagnetic fields, materialization, astral bodies. Professor? Where the hell did he go? You see? I feel like a blundering novice. Gentlemen, we're not fighting some disease here. Those marks in your dear Miss Lucy's neck were made by something unspeakable out there. Dead, but not dead. It stalks us for some dread purpose I do not yet comprehend. To live, it feeds on Lucy's precious blood. It is a beast. A monster. Hello. And welcome to part two of my Dracula 1992 Bram Stoker directed by Francis Ford Coppola version. Yes, it's been a long three days, hasn't it? Oh, wait. No, it hasn't because you all paid $1 to be on the Patreon, so you got this immediately. That's right. Patreon.com slash pod. So let's just continue on with the story without throwing out plugs. We can always do it at the end, right? Especially if you are listening into this in succession. Um, so after Dracula and Mina first meet in downtown London, um, Lucy is getting attacked at night and she's, you know, losing more blood. This is her second attack after the wolf rape scene. And rape is never funny. So anyway... Um, she's, you know, uh, finally Van Helsing enters himself into the situation. Uh, he's already been our narrator and also our priest in the very beginning. Hey, Anthony Hawkins, shout out. Um, wearing three rolls at a time. And again, I mean, so does, you know, Gary Oldman. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, he notices that something's up here that's never been discovered or at least rumored about but it's all fairy tale and fable and he's going to get to the bottom of it because he's Van Helsing god dang it and so uh, what you just heard transpires after he looks at her and every one of the suitors like pumps blood into her with this very crude pump device that looks like what you would water your plants with if you're from like the Victorian era Except it has two hoses hooked up, and uh, one goes into the gentleman's arm, and one goes into hers. And the whole time, she's she's making porno noises, 
Um, if you were watching this movie as a kid and your mom walked by during the scene, she probably wouldn't knock on your door. Or maybe she would. I don't know. So then, okay. After this, uh, Van Helsing is going to go do some some research and shit. You know, he's got to look through some old books. You know, you know how it happens when uh, you have Van Helsing on the scene. Science is secondary. It, myth and fables come first. And uh, while this happens, uh, Mina and Dracula are, are hanging out a little bit. You know, maybe a little too much. So. Mina is drinking absinthe with Dracula and they both have like a flashback together where he's telling, you know, the story of, of where he's from and, you know, how there was a princess and, you know, she flung herself into the river and the river's now named Achef and, you know, she's tripping a little bit or maybe it's his powers. We don't know. All we know is that Dracula now has the power to turn di uh, tears into diamonds, which is pretty cool, which wins her over, by the way. So I don't know if that Shows how, uh, not Veil, um, Vanity fucking, anyway, he could turn fucking tears into diamonds, so she's all about it, I guess. But also she feels a connection with him because of, uh, this story he tells, and maybe it's the absinthe, and, and maybe it's his powers, and, and the diamonds, and everything combined, but she's, uh, she's infatuated with him now. Um, so, Mina then gets word from this convent where, uh, John Harker has escaped to and it's these blessed nuns and da 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 they're like hey you know we found your husband he was in the river I'm not going to do an impression but because I can't do a good nun I I'll work on it for next time um, and she's going to leave immediately you know for for her marriage because uh, the letter says you, you know you ought to be married at once and you're in danger and this and that and you you know must come here and gather up John Harker and uh, be wed immediately. So she's about to go tell Lucy the great news. And let me just pump up my mic just a little bit. There we go. And uh, when she does, she is stopped. Uh, she being Mina by John, or not John Harker, sorry, Van Helsing. And Van Helsing is like, oh, you must be Mina. And he gives her like a weird look and a smell. And then, uh, you know, he's like, you're the light. You're the light of all lights. And Lucy needs you, you know. So she goes up his hairs and... Uh, you know, Lucy is on her, like, last end. She's, she's, yeah, she looks like she's about to die. She's all anemic. She can't get out of bed. And around her bed is just, like, tons, tons of ropes of garlic and uh, wolfsbane. And her and Mina have a heart-to-heart, -heart and, and, you know, she's, she's like, you must go to him, you know, love him and forever and this and that. Because I think that Lucy realizes that, if, if Mina stays, she's in danger as well. But you don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing here. Um, she takes off this ring. It was her engagement ring. And this thing is fat. This is a glass cutter. And it barely even fits on her finger. Probably because, you know, she's lost so much blood and weight and stuff. You know, she's all sick. And she gives it to Mina as a gift. And then Mina's about to leave. And she uh, puts moves the wolfsbane a little bit closer to her or puts it down. I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird shot. And then all of a sudden, she starts flipping out. She's like, garlic, it's garlic. And I can't even breathe. And then, uh, uh, you know, everyone walks in and goes, Lucy, it's medicinal. And she grabs the wolfsbane and throws it. And she's freaking out. And then they give her some 
morphine and she calms down and when she does this van helsing takes a look at her at her gums and notices that she's got uh you know some some incisors or canines that are growing out there that don't really belong you know turn a page so yeah she kind of tries to attack them but they subdue her and da 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 so um then yeah as i said ben helsing's re- uh, researching dracula and uh and he's like it is dracula he's undead it's crossed my soul <sighs> you know and and he's like oh, i've been searching for this my whole life <laughs> and he's all happy and shit and then uh but as he's doing this there's like a foul wind a blowing because we see dracula uh, encircled by candles and his face is all fucked up. Like, he looks like old, you know, ravenous, kind of like Dracula instead of, you know, young, like, hot Jesus Dracula. I love saying hot Jesus Dracula. <laughs> I'm going to get that tattooed. No, I'm not. I mean, would you? I mean, it would be kind of cool to show Gary Ullman, but he probably would not understand you. He'd be like, you know, and it's all, I'm not even going to try to do his accent. Let's just move on. So, yeah, he gets a breakup letter, a Dear John letter, if you will, from Mina saying that she's leaving to, you know, be married with her fiancé and, you know, she she can't she can't do this anymore. And, you know, he's crying and then, you know, the, his tears are, are like purple. They look really cool. Or maybe it's just the ink, but they look like purple black. I don't know. It looks awesome. And then he goes, wins, 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 oh. And then, you know, that's when the wind blows out all the candles. And and then that's when uh, uh, Van Helsing, you know, does this whole, it is the undead Dracula. And then we see Mina, and she's ripping out pages in her diary, which she constantly writes in. Um, don't, wish, don't you wish you could, like, undo tweets like she does with her diary she just like pulls them out willy the nilly and throws them in and there's not even any like rip showing it's just she has one of those i guess you can you can unclasp i don't know so she's on her way to go see um go see john and she's throwing on on this boat over she's just throwing all these pages from her diary into the ocean and uh yeah finally dracula is gonna kill lucy so um, now we see Van Helsing show up, and he's like, "Yeah, I got it. I figured it out." And he and uh, you know he goes over, and uh, he grabs one of the suitors and goes like, "Yes, Lucy's become a concubine to darkness, uh, a bitch of the devil." He he, and he he starts like humping one of them, which is funny because it's like, dude, like why are you making so much light of this? But it it, it matters not um, because. At this, we're hearing, uh, um, you know, this is the part where Dracula actually kills Lucy. So as they're, you know, I wouldn't say glad-handing, but as Van Helsing's making a spectacle out of himself, upstairs, we see Dracula's at the window, and he goes like, I condemn you for the hunger of living blood. And he turns to a wolf, and he jumps through the window, and he attacks her, and she's grabbing the, the, the pillow sheets and... And all that stuff, and she's like, you know, in agony, or I don't know, maybe something else. Um, she seems to dig it uh, a, a kind of bit. And then, as they're going upstairs and everything else, you see everything just explode in blood, just everywhere. And then it cuts to 
her in a glass coffin and she's all in white. She's she's wearing that uh, what she was going to be her wedding dress. She's wearing that, and she's in this glass coffin. And uh, um, the funny thing about it is is uh, Van Helsing walks over and goes over to. Um, uh, what is it, Homewood or no? No, it's the doctor, uh, Doctor Jack, and he's like, uh, uh, or not Doctor Jack? What the fuck is his name? It's a goddamn darker doctor. It's Jonathan Harker, and yeah, Doctor Jack. There you go. Why was I second guessing myself? Maybe because it's freezing fucking cold in here. I told you that I was going to be, you know, sober when I when I started this, and and now like without alcohol in my veins, it is freezing fucking cold. It's like one of the coldest winters ever. So I'm drinking now. No judgment. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. So, um, yeah. Van Helsing walks up to Jack and he goes, I'm going to need some set of postmodern knives and uh, some stakes and da-da-da and a hammer. And he goes, what, an autopsy? And he goes, no, 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 nothing like that, nothing like that. I just uh, want to cut off her head and uh, put a stake through her heart. And he says it's so nonchalant that it makes it very, very funny. So now we get this scene where Lucy is... Um, you know, coming down, like, in her crypt, because they're all, all the, the vampire hunters, the suitors, if you will, they're all there, you know, uh, Hexen and Jack and Lord Arthur Homewood and Van Helsing, and, and but Lucy, you know, they're looking for her, and they can't find her in the crypt, you know, the glass coffin's empty, but then all of a sudden they, they hide, quickly, quickly, hide, and uh, when they do so, you see Lucy, and she's walking down, and she's got like in her arms this this child, this baby. It looks like could be like three or four, uh, maybe three. It's a big ass baby though, or maybe she's just tiny. I don't know. And as she walks down with each step, these candles like <clears throat> they come on, and uh, it's it's a really really cool effect. And as this happens, you know, you see uh, uh, um, John and Mia are finally getting married. And they're like full blown making out in the church, and it you know, cuts it cuts to uh, this this scene where, well, it actually kind of cuts back and forth, but, um, they uh, the vampire hunters like you know, come out and Van Helsing's got his cross and he's like the power is might and is strong in the Lord the power is might and is strong in the Lord it's good and he speaks a bunch of Latin that I even I don't know, and. Uh, Lucy opens her mouth and starts like screaming like the movie Return of the Body Snatchers and drops the kid and then uh, you know one of them comes and swoops up the kid where um, why Van Helsing has you know her kind of like pinned down with this cross and she moves backwards into her coffin like eventually after throwing up blood all over him and then when she gets into there and this is a really cool scene because they filmed it backwards when she's in the coffin and shuts her eyes at the very end you could tell that if that it's reverse but it's done so perfectly that it looks supernatural and really cool and it's a really cool shot but uh then you know they go it's one moment of bravery and it's over and you see you know van helsing instructing him how to put the railroad straight through his heart and chop off the head and this is where that music comes up and you see um Mia and Jonathan like making out. This is actually the scene. I, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit on that one. And that music comes up and as they're hammering, you see him kissing and then you see the head being cut off and it's uh it's all bad. I mean, it's not all bad. It's it's a good scene. It's just, you know, bad shit a coming. You know, especially that um 
It's been <laughs> Lucy does like the best throw up scene in this one too. When she's in her coffin, she gets up and just goes, blah, 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 and she makes this like g- like clicking noise. Like it's just the creepiest shit ever. I mean, if I know some people who have a legit phobia of vomit, I'm one of them. Not like phobia, but just like when I see it, it's like the worst. It's I have to leave the room immediately. And this scene with this black evil vomit is just ugh. It's probably the evilest scene in the whole movie. And it happens in a blink, too. It's probably like 20 seconds. But the greatest thing is why Van Helsing gets thrown up on. He's still going, the power is might. He's coming as a lord. And it's just dripping all over his face. And it's just like black, reddish shit. It's so good. And it's viscous. It's so nasty. It, actually, I just thought of this. It kind of looks like Dracula's blood later on, where it's all like deep and black and viscous and shit. But, I mean, I could be wrong. So, now that um, now that Lucy's... I don't know, taking care of. Uh, Jonathan and Mina are coming back, and uh, they're going to meet with Van Helsing, and I think if I press this button... Use your strength for the dark days ahead. Mina? Doctor? Yeah? How did Lucy die? Huh? Was she in great pain? Yeah, she was in great pain. Then we cut off her head and drove a stake to her heart and burned it, and then she found peace. Doctor! Please. So, Mr. Harker, I must now ask you, as your doctor, a sensitive question. During your infidelity with those creatures, those demonic women, did you, for one instant, Taste of their blood. No. 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 Good. Then you have not infected your blood with the terrible disease that destroyed poor Lucy. Doctor, you must understand. I doubted everything, even my mind. I was impotent with fear. I know. But, sir, I know where the bastard sleeps. I brought him there, to Carfax Abbey. Vampires do exist. This one we fight, this one we face, has the strength of 20 or more people. And you can testify for that, Mr. Harker. But he can also control the meaner things of life. The bat, the rodent, the wolf. He can appear as mist, as vapor, as fog, and vanish at will. Now all these things Dracula can do, but he is not free. He must rest in the sacred earth of his homeland to gain his evil power. It is here that you must find him and destroy him. I guess it's my cue to come back in. Sorry for that fairy music. Hey, let's turn on some evil music again. Um, you know when you rip clips off YouTube, sometimes uh, they don't end the way you want them to. And this is about as professional as I'm going to get is using illegal software to steal shit from YouTube and uh, turn it into you know waveform. And that's why I only have two episodes up on YouTube. So maybe if they scratch my back, I'll scratch theirs and I'll stop stealing stuff from them. 
That being said, I don't even know where to get movie clips anymore. Like you would have to hook a bu- a bunch of equipment up. But uh, anyway, I think it's working out for me quite well. There's a couple of hiccups here and there. Okay, back to the story. So this scene, by the way, always induces hunger inside me. They have a roast beef on this counter, and it looks delicious. It is cooked perfectly, like, rare. It looks so good, and he's got this brown ale that he's drinking out of, and he's, like, you know, cutting it. He's like, you know, to conserve your strength, you must rest, da-da-da, this and that. And let's touch on (laughs) Keanu Reeves' acting right here. This is the best acting he does. Colfax, I mean... I mean, I love the guy now, but uh, wrong choice. As I said earlier, Carrie Elwes should have been... Uh, it would have been so good. Maybe it's because he was too old at the time. I don't know. This is 92. No, he would have been perfect. I don't know why they didn't do it, but he should have been in it. Maybe it was a last-minute decision or something. Maybe because he was hot off the heels of Bill and Ted's. We don't know. Or maybe it was like Bill and Ted, where he went through the phone booth and then came back like more talented and then like switched back. I mean, you never know. So anyway, so now we have our mission. We have the suitors who are now vampire hunters led by uh, Van Helsing and we have Jonathan Harker. So we have the whole crew. You know, we got Quincy, we got Arthur, we got Jack, we got John and we got Vaughn Helsing. And they're going to go to Colfax and they perform what Van Helsing says is an exorcism and that's where they tear up all the crates and coffins and boxes of earth where Dracula was moving into and he just starts they just start pointing holy water everywhere and speaking in Latin uh, with the Bible and they're doing like a legit exorcism. Now prior to this, to keep Mina safe, they put her and I'm not fucking lying, in the next door area which is an asylum. Now in theory, I would assume yeah, this might be a good idea for, you know, safety reasons. But at the same time, no, I think it's a shitty idea. Here's why. You're in an asylum. And there's already been one riot during the movie. And all they have is hoses and cage helmets. So even though that she's got Jack's like quarters and they're really nice looking, even if nothing happens, you just subjected your new wife, John, to... Like, a bunch of crazy howling people fucking constantly. And, by the way, Jack doesn't even have the common decency to give her some of that heroin he's been hoarding. Because at least that would, you know, make her forget about all that shit. What they should have did is kept her with her. That would have made more sense to me. I mean, isn't it better to have five armed guards that know what they're doing uh, than, than, you know, a room that's an asylum? I digress. So... Now, Renfield warns Mina. He's like, you must get out of here. My master's looking for you. This and that. And uh, uh, she's like the master. And she's kind of putting two and two together a little bit. Not so much, but a little bit. She has, you could see there's some curiosity in her eyeballs. And uh, he's like, you must go away. And then he starts yelling, you know, like a crazy person again. You know, you promised eternal life to me. And now you give it to the pretty woman. And he's, uh, you know, he's having a bad day. Poor, poor, poor Renfield. God damn, I love Tom Waits, though. He acts his balls off in this movie. Almost as good as Seven Psychopaths. He's great in that movie. I think it's like a 50-50 toss-up. Anyway, 
I do not like the way Zodiac was portrayed in Seven Psychopaths. But that's for another time and another episode when that turns 20. It is so cold right now that as I speak to this mic, steam is coming out of my mouth. I'm like a dragon with a giant black cock in, in it. Yeah, that's a visual for you right there. Anyway, so now Dracula sees this whole exorcism going down in his castle because he's high up like a bat, like Lost Boy status. And Lost Boys came out first, too, I, m I may mention, just saying. And then he sees all of his boxes being destroyed, and he flies out the window. And then he becomes like a mist, and he goes, Renfield, you have betrayed me. And he's like, no, master. I, d I worship you. I adore you. And then, uh, you know, Dracula's mist wraps around Renfield, and he slams him into the cage door multiple times like like never uh, uh, and he like each time he does like a, a grunt which is kind of weird because i don't know if that's his dracula's grunt or if it's renfield's grunt either way it makes for a cool effect because kind of like when pro wrestling and they punch each other they make a noise and it, it makes it like more impactful so yeah that happens and then uh renfield's dead his neck is like snapped or something and or his chest is crushed he just got slammed like repeatedly against this and then we see this green mist in like like it, i don't it's like if japanese porn involved mist instead of tentacles cuz this mist comes underneath uh, it obviously finds mina and in fact that's her first line and it goes underneath you see this green mist go underneath her uh you know her covers and she goes oh my prince you found me and then of course when she opens up her eyes he's in corporal form meaning he's you know all uh, he's all you know jesus dracula status again all like hot and beautiful and shit and uh um he explains to her that you know they're after him because you know i'm the man that i'm the man that other men fear i'm a monster this and that and she's like you killed lucy and then she has like a little tiffy slap fight with with dracula and dracula like you know grabs her arms and and then she's like i love you i want to be with you and this and that and you know he uh they have a little back and forth and and he goes then i will bring you with me and and you know he uses his his uh fingernail and just goes and like cuts underneath his nipple and he starts bleeding this like black viscous blood kind of like the same shit that lucy threw up earlier it's a cool look it looks like molasses with with um with black food coloring do they make black food they must right i remember in japan they did like a halloween burger at like burger king i think I just remember it was a thing because there was a meme of people taking pictures of their poop being like lime green because of the uh, the dye. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So she starts um, uh, going down on his nipple, I guess. But she's very, very vigorously licking his blood. And he's all, you know, he goes, no, no, I cannot condemn you to this. Like... You know, and, and he starts giving the cons of being a vampire. A little late on that one, dude. You know, it's kind of like if you're going to... No, I'm not even going to go there. I, I was about to make a joke about a 16-year-old and a 40-year-old, but I'm not going to do it. 
You know, like if you were to have second thoughts, like after you guys were naked, it'd be like, it's kind of too late, man. Either way, you're going to jail. It's just all about your morality now. Um, so anyway, fuck, I just made the joke without making the joke. There you go. Hate mail goes to knifepartypod at yahoo.com. So uh, then, um, you know, she goes, take me away from all this and he has a change of heart immediately after that one sentence and basically goes, suck it, and grabs her head. And, and well, first he grabs the nightstand because it feels so damn good, apparently. He's, his nip, he's nipple sensitive. And she starts drinking blood. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Dracula just looks up and goes, oh. And then vampires bust in. And she's making love to the air with her mouth. She's got blood all over her. And... John goes, Lucy, and then we see, like, the, uh, it's not really a jump scare, but I think it's supposed to be, of the bat just, like, fly down in the middle of the, um, you know, upside down, of course, in the middle of the doorway, and, uh, you know, John goes, no, and then uh, you see uh, Van Helsing pop out, and he pulls out a cross, and, and he starts, like, doing his exorcism, but then Dracula just goes, you know, Something about trinkets. No, that. No, your your foolish venoms. Do you think they can really defeat me? And he blows fire, and the cross catches on fire, and he goes, "Jesus Christ!" And it's hilarious. And then he goes, "Like your war as God was over. You must repent." Da da da. And he goes, "I who served the cross before you were born." And then he goes in the shadows, and you just see his gleaming red eyes. And they go, "A light, a light! Get a torch!" And they put a torch, and now he's just a bunch of rats, and he just falls on the ground and all these rats like just dissipate like a cockroaches in a New York apartment when you turn on the light. So then now it's all about we need to catch this fucker because okay, we see Mina on the pillow in the train and Mina is is uh, uh asleep. She's hypnotized by Van Helsing and Van Van Helsing is, you know, going through her mind to see where Dracula is. And then, you know, he's like, uh, the blood that uh, infected Lucy is now in, in Mina. We, you know, we, we must catch him and kill him. And so they're on this train, and this train is the same train, I guess, that brought John Harker to Transylvania. It's the same exact one. But now we know through Mina that Dracula is using her mind to see where they are. And he's in his own ship, and he's sailing back. So now it's a race against time. Whoever can get to the castle first, because they know if Dracula could get to his Earth, that was, you know, it was just exercise, so it doesn't work anymore, that he could become very, very powerful. But he's weak without the Earth. In fact, the Earth is kind of like his blood. He needs both. You know, instead of vampire and coffins in this movie, it's, it's the Earth of his castle and blood. So... They're on their way, and then they find out that Dracula learns of their plan. So he diverts course and goes a quicker way that's more dangerous, or maybe it's a way that it would take... I guess he's taking like some kind of shortcut, because it's like if you sail, usually there's a course. I don't know. Maybe he's just going faster. Maybe he goes, row a little bit faster, just more than you did. So now our group has to split in two, right? You have Quince, you have Arthur, and you have Jack and John, and they're in one. Uh, they're going to go stay on the train and then meet up with a carriage and get on them. But Van Helsing 
and Mina are going to be going on horseback as like bait, you know, to slow him down perhaps. So they do that, but then when they do that, Mina starts freaking out. Now like she's got the the vampires coming out in her, you know. She's got like, you know, when you get bit by a zombie, it only takes a few days. Well, now she's freaking out and and uh, uh Van Helsing is like, "Hey, you know, you need to eat something. You get you, you got to eat shit, you know, to stave off this this and she's like, "I'm not hungry." And uh then all of a sudden she just decides, "You know what? I'm going to seduce him and have some sex." And maybe I'll kill him too. So she starts, she's like, I'm so happy that you've been watching over me. And she starts unbuttoning her shit. And she goes, I know you've, you've, you know, looked at me and seen me and desire of me. And actually, this kind of makes sense about him smelling her earlier. See, I thought she, he was trying to figure out if she was a vampire or not. But, you know, maybe he is a creeper. Everyone has their flaws. And uh, when this happens, you know, they start making out and you know, in the snow and it's, you know, their horses are there. And then all of a sudden we, we hear like, you know, whispers in the background and it gets kind of hot and heavy. And then the whispers get louder and louder. And the brides of Dracula are now around the camp. And, uh, you know, he doesn't know what to do. Van Helsing then just, uh, grabs a, a like a wafer or a coin. I'm, I, I don't know. It looks like one of those Catholic wafers, but it could be a coin. And he puts it on Mina's head to kind of, knock her out if you will or make her more i don't want to say subservient or obedient but passive yeah to pacify her and it burns a hole when it touches her uh, head not a hole but like it leaves a like a, a pink mark like a burn like a brand if you will and then uh van helsing takes the torch and he goes you'll be safe in the circle and he goes around the camp with this torch and you see these fire come up and He's sitting there holding up the torch, and he's protecting them. But the brides are like, all right, well, fuck you. Looks like someone's walking because they destroy and murder the horses. And he goes, no. And then the circle, it becomes like a sun. And you see Van Helsing. He's out for fucking revenge. He don't play with that shit. So he finds out where their, um, where their mausoleum is, their crypt. And he beheads all three of those bitches, including my beloved Monica Belushi. And I'm I'm very sad about this. And he beheads them all. And then uh, this is during sunlight when they're sleeping, so they're all weak and shit. And he just does it one by one. And then, you know, don't you wish Edgar and Alan Frog, like, had Van Helsing as a teacher because they wouldn't have just killed one and ran? That being said, I am on the Lost Boys side. That episode's coming soon, by the way. Jonathan Fallen, if you're listening, uh, I'm going to do that sooner rather than later, later, so you need to get your ass off and get in this fucking studio, because I swear to God, dude, I am not going to do it twice. I already did it once. So he throws the heads off a cliff and yells, Draco, Draco, right? And now, um, Mina starts casting these fucking spells, and... You know, she's speaking in Latin. It's like, Din daria de morta. And you see these blue circles that we saw in the beginning of the movie. They come up to the sky. And you see the sun is, like, now setting faster and faster and faster. Like, maybe, I don't know, it's making cloud cover. Or somehow it's making the Earth's tilt quicker. I don't know. But day is becoming night. And that's not a good thing for our heroes here. Now we're in a high-speed wagon chase. 
because Dracula is just, uh, you know, got off and his gypsies are in carts and they're they're booking their way to the castle. And then we see our vampire hunters booking their way to the castle and there's a gunfight. And, you know, this is probably the most, no, this is the most action in this whole movie. There's not really a lot of death and murder. In fact, more people are killed in this scene than almost any other scene. There's a couple of gypsies killed and such. And um, I'm pretty sure Quincy, no, Quincy gets hurt later. But they're all in like the shootout and they're just racing. And uh, you see Dracula on his earth and he's like, me, nah. And then that's when she's, you know, casting her spells and stuff like that. And Dracula's awake, but he's, you know, he's waiting for the sun to go down. He's just chilling in his dirt inside this uh, carriage. And there's shit going on. Uh, a bunch of the gypsies get shot. Finally, they're arriving to the, the castle. And right when the sun goes down, uh, all the vampire hunters, they jump on. Uh, and they're, they're cutting the ropes to try to get the carriage open to uh, get to the box to, to, like, you know, kill him before he can get out before nightfall. But right when the sun goes down, Dracula, pop, goes the weasel. He comes up. And he fucking just obliterates um was it jack yeah i think it's jack quincy gets stabbed by one of the gypsies so now we only have like arthur we have john and van helsing the other guys are alive but i mean i don't even think you maybe you do see jack jack just basically gets like a, a backhand from dracula and is gone from the movie uh quincy's on the ground he you know he gets stabbed. but before though uh you get a good knife shot and he pulls out his big Bowie knife, and he gets Dracula right in the neck. And it's a really cool-looking shot because right when he pop goes the weasel, that's when you know he gets his neck slit. And then Quincy goes, or Jack, it's Quincy. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Quincy. Or does Quincy get stabbed afterward? I don't know. I haven't watched this movie in like three weeks. I'm working on this episode for a minute. It's one of those things where I put down, picked up, put down, picked up. And my notes are not that reliable, seeing how I write when I watch, and God knows what my hand's doing. Um, either way, uh, one of the hunters gets a good hit in. I'm pretty sure it's Quince on his neck, him being Dracula. And then Quincy does eventually get stabbed. I know Jack gets knocked out like or, or removed from the scene completely. Because now we're only left with Arthur. We're left with Van Helsing. And we are left with um, John, John Harker, Van Helsing, and then, uh, uh, yeah, and then Arthur. And then on the reverse side, at the entrance of the castle, we got, uh, you know, Mina and we have Dracula, who is not having a good time. He's in these gold robes, there's blood all over him, and he's spasming, and he's just making gurgling noises. And then she says, um, you know, when my time comes, will you do the same for me? And there's kind of like a Mexican standoff here. And then, you know, they're about to attack. And then Jonathan goes, no, no, let them go. Let them go. Our work's finished here. Hers has just begun. And then you see um, Hexen on the ground and, the, or Quincy rather, and then they're, no, it is Hexen. Did I just say Quincy through the first I don't know. You got You know what? Just watch the movie. Jesus. Painting a pic. Is it Quincy? There's Quincy Morris. Okay, there's Quincy Morris. There's Hexen. There's Jonathan. And then there's okay. Anyway, the Texas dude, the one that slit his neck, is bleeding out because he got stabbed. And uh, the other three, they're just watching. And, and so they both lost men, and they're just 
you know, they're looking at Dracula's castle. And, and he's like, don't let them go. And then they kind of wander in. And then Van Helsing's looking at the damage they cause. And he goes, we all become God, or we are all God's madmen. All of us. And then we see the castle again. And the castle's obviously empty. And they're at the very church where, or the chapel where this whole movie started, where, um, you know, Dracula decided to renounce God and stab the cross and all that good stuff. And Mina is now helping him over and she drops him in the very spot where she, her Elisabetta was, was dropped, you know, and it's even almost same head positioning and everything. Now a little bit different, but still it's, it's, it's the same exact X like, you know, for filming or whatnot. And, um, there's some inner monologue with her and, you know, and she's first, she says, you know, you know, there's nothing I can, you know, is there anything I can, she's consoling him. And then, uh, he points to the cross and the cross, the wound heals. And as it does, you know, he goes, give me peace. And then, so she drives the, um, the, the, the knife all the way through his heart, you know, and it makes a spark noise. And then her inner monologue is like, and I knew my prince could give us peace and away from this, you know, darkness and bloodshed and everything else. And then there's silence. Then she grabs the sword and pulls it, or a knife rather, a bowie knife, and pulls it out of his chest and decapitates him in one shot. And she's on her knees and you see his head just a chilling. And uh, he's all young and Jesus looking though again, yay. But no, 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 he's not. He looks like Vlad in the very beginning where he has like a longer beard and shit. And she looks up and she sees the stained glass where it shows, you know, Dracula in his red armor and his sword, like with her body, you know, in his lap, dead and perished. But now we get a split shot of her holding him and it's really, really cool. It's a great, great shot. That might be the best. So, I just want to let you know, I've been working on this episode for a minute. I put it down and picked it up and put it down, and I was going to scrap it all together. In fact, episode one and episode two were recorded two weeks apart. So, um, this has been a pain in the ass because I've been trying to make this funny and entertaining i hope it was entertaining but it was a really really hard episode to get through um it just it really was especially i'm trying to book guests and, and working on the website and everything and this is just like one of those episodes that sat there and i'm like there is potential here how do i do it and i just thought splitting it into two episodes would be better i did have a whole making of but i think that three episodes of dracula would kind of be a lot so i thought two would be good so i hope you enjoyed it so just really quick, I'm not going to do a making. I'm just going to throw out some shout-outs in this movie. You have Richard E. Grant. You have Bill Campbell. You have Sadie Frost. This is her first appearance ever. She plays Lucy. Tom Waits, of course. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Gary Ullman as, like, not one but two but three but four Draculas. Winona Ryder as herself. 
Anthony Hopkins as not only the priest, but also as Van Helsing and narrator, and the captain of demeanor, and of course, Carrie motherfucking Elwes in this bitch. What? 77% Rotten Tomatoes. Fried Green Tomatoes gets a 93%. Remember to like and subscribe. This has been the Knife Party Podcast. <laughs>